What's up, everybody? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about that all week. I was just going to mess with you. Hey, let's do it. <laughs> no, no, no. Start over. <laughs> I was just playing. <laughs> Cold open. What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from Weston Cigars Inside the Members Lounge. I am Aaron. This is Mark. And I'm Steve. I fully expected for you to then say the wrong name. <laughs> I was waiting for it. No, not going to lie. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, how many versions of this intro are we going to do? <laughs> so, so that's next week. So this is, I think, I believe this is correctly episode 177, but technically... Since we had a bunch that weren't labeled, this is actually our 200th episode that is oh. being produced. Wow. So that's a lot. Happy 200 slash 177. That's confusing. It is confusing. Wow. <laughs> it feels like something we should have talked about beforehand. Probably. And, um, but thank you for Just bringing like that up on, on us. Right. I need a moment. I know. You do need a moment. <laughs> oh. Okay. Now the moment's gone. It's over with. But we are smoking something Just that in we. The wind. Yeah, we're smoking. Dust in the wind. <laughs> we are smoking something that we do not know what it is. That's right. a weird thing to say on a sh- on a show where we highlight a specific cigar every well, week. I know what it is. Well, I know what it. Okay, it's a cigar. It is a cigar. We are smoking the mystery cigar, September twenty twenty two of the Drew Estate uh, Freestyle Pack that is out in for September. Mm-hmm. Um, it came with three: a robusto, a toro, and a Churchill. I am smoking the robusto. Uh, Mark is doing the Toro and Steve, I said, who is the fastest smoker gave them the, the biggest cigar. <laughs> right. So I knew I was, the, I knew I was the slowest. So I stuck with a Robusto. Yep. So, but that's all we really know about it. Don't know the blend. Don't know anything white, else. It's got a white band on it. They, I, know that. I, I imagine, I imagine this is what the bands look like for our uh, Canada brothers and our Australian <laughs> brothers. Right. Green, but yeah. Yeah. But the, just the, it is literally looks like it just got done. Off a off a Xerox copier and just slapped on there. So that's, that's unless there's something underneath. I don't think there is. But uh, no. this is plain Jane as it could be. It literally just says mystery cigar September 2022. Even say September says Sep 2022 or Sept 2022. Yeah. I can't even give me all of. Thank you for trying to pronunciate the uh, <laughs> <laughs> abbreviation for September. Yes, 21st of September. So this is a cool idea. They've done this a few times now. What is this? Five, four, uh, I have, four, five. I have four tags in my bag, so I, it's four I, I, that I know of. Um, yeah, I think that's right because I think they started doing it during COVID, like at the beginning of mm-hmm. COVID. So when they release a new cigar, they they'll do this, and um, they send us packs. It's always got some swag stuff in it. This time it was so a this cutter, one was it was a, a uh, flask and a leather yeah, sleeve. Yeah, a, a perfect cutter with a cigar stand, leather sleeve, and a ni- nice flask. Are flasks still a thing? Like I don't know. I don't like, own one. I, so I was thinking, all right, cool. Now I have a golf bag flask or whatever. But I I don't know where else I'm going to use a flask. But I'll throw it in there. Yeah, I, I mean that's that's my thing. I'm I'm not enough of a drinker to need to hide alcohol and sneak it in somewhere. <laughs> so I don't I don't own a flask. If that, I'm going to go somewhere and I want to drink, I just find a bar. Well, and that's not like the <laughs> the the primo like shape of like what you have like the curve that goes in the back pocket or the thigh or whatever. That's 
That's a honk. Put a flask on your thigh? Well, no, but it has that curve, like front pocket kind of thing. It has that. Oh, I see. Convex, concave curve. This okay. one is just. It looks like a like a brick charger thing. Yeah, it's big. It's flat. <laughs> it's it will hold some liquor, but uh, it doesn't come with a funnel. It's the one thing they missed. I know. The one thing they missed with this one is you don't have funnels funnel. at home. You got to have a steady hand, or I don't I know that have I have a funnel. a funnel. I probably do have a funnel. Yeah, I got oil in it. Oh, an old ally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> outside looking in. That's yes. a callback. There's a callback. Uh, <clears throat> why funnels? Really, yeah. you don't have funnels. I don't own a flask. Why would I own a funnel? There's other uses other than a flask for a funnel. For that size, though? I mean, no, I, that's a specific. I have funnels for other purposes. I'm not sure what they are, but I have funnels. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, I don't understand <clears throat> like why I would need a funnel ever. Yeah, I think I've got one that, that I got. Other than my car. <laughs> mm, says, I'll have to think about what why we have a funnel. We have a funnel. We bought them. We bought funnel a series of funnels in the last two years. What's the point of a multi-sized funnel? <clears throat> um... I pastries, I drug guess. Drug use. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't, don't know what to say. I go pastries. I, I will have to re, I will have to go home and ask Paula <laughs> why we bought a series. It was relatively cheap, seriously, like $4 on Amazon, but we had to buy a funnel. Probably something to do with my recent thing, but I don't remember. But we, I have them. They're nice. I got a red stripe on them. They're fancy. Do they have like the measuring amounts on them? I would no. assume no, because it's going to start pouring What would be the point of a measuring? <laughs> yeah. Up. I'm just going to let you retract that well, question. No, I'm, I'm just trying to figure nope. out, like, why would I need a funnel in the kitchen? Um, uh, no, I, well, I think she bought them to fill some soap dispenser was yeah. one of the reasons, plus another thing. She was being eco-friendly with the soap dispensers. Oh, that makes what sense. And what if you I have, like, think squeeze, I remember. Yeah, like, in squeeze bottles but in the kitchen. You I'm 100 fucking to... years old, so I, I might not remember this correct. It very well could have been for making bombs. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's out there. Well, bombs, our, our bombs aren't going to make themselves. <laughs> our, our show is now flagged from like, somebody. Craig, <laughs> cut it if you want. <laughs> but I think it was because she's got a soap dispenser that she yeah. and then she buys soap and masks because mm-hmm. we, you know, want to wash our hands because we might be touching an infected dough. Yeah, I got you. So in my kitchen, on the counter next to the kitchen sink, it's got a soap pump yep. dispenser. Oh, in the in the cabinet, it built yeah. into or the in cabinet, the, in yeah, top. yeah. That's cool. And so, our realtor, when we bought the house, he was like, "Yeah, when I first bought my house and it had this, I always took the container off the bottom, which yeah. is like a super hassle, mm-hmm. refilled it, and then put it back in there." He's like, "I didn't realize the top of the pump just like pulls right out, and you, pour it in. and you just turn the bottle up and yeah. pour it right in the dispenser." Yeah, because right. you got to go behind the sink, behind the oh, garbage yeah. disposal. No, you got to climb up under there. Yeah, There's, it's, it's not badass. easy. Yeah, we got one of those uh, for the for the sink at the previous house. But I tell you what, we have in the new house is the one where you touch the uh, faucet oh, and it turns on and off. Turns on and off. That's pretty. That's badass. sweet. Yeah. Uh, we we made them. We we installed that like day, yeah day two there. That's awesome. Because once you have one of those, like going back, because like it makes like you touch your yeah. elbow Does and then it you wash your hands. A battery. You can either plug it in if you have uh, things under there or batteries. And we had to do batteries because our How house, often do you change the battery? Um, we've been there seven years and maybe three or four times. Uh, and uh, I make, Paul is a short so Every stack. two years. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's it's good height for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is it like underneath? Yeah. It's, oh. it's actually in a pretty convenient. They put oh, it okay. like pretty convenient. It's not bad. 
she she actually made the dude because he was going to put it in the back, and she said, "No, uh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, no, you're going to put it right here." And he goes, "Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> right, right. She's <clears throat> she's she's smart about that stuff. Well, it's like so our our old condo in Little Rock. You know, we the sink was in the island." But I couldn't find the dishwasher or the uh, garbage disposal switch to turn on the garbage disposal. Where is it? And finally, I found it. You had to open up the door. Oh, and fuck it was, that. And it's right there. Oh, so, like underneath? Underneath, yeah. Well, I guess because it was huh. on the island. So it's it was on the island. But yeah. like now, so we have an island as well, but now we have a button. That's hard to dispose of bodies of that way. It's a... On the back of the sink? No, in, built into the granite. It's actually like a stainless steel button you push. So it's it, right there. Yeah, and it turns hmm. on. It's much more convenient for yeah. that fact. That, yeah, that, that makes job. sense. But... All right. Kitchen talk for the day. That was our HGTV segment HGTV. brought to you by uh, Lowe's. I do tons of kitchens all the time, and like, I can yeah, that's actually pretty convenient. I'm yeah. I'm big on having everything right. Oh in front yeah. Of me cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. But uh, what do you think of these so far? Like, so far, it's um, it's very very good. Uh, Liga. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that it, it's like Liga Nine or Liga. You know, it's like the Liga series, but very rich like that, and. Um, Really nice flavors. Very full, nice flavors. I got, I got a really a nice burst of sweetness that almost had like a graham cracker taste to it. Just to, on that filling the palate up. Call and out my, I got peach Swedish fish. Um, <laughs> Kevin. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't really get sweetness, but a lot of richness. I get more of the sweetness on that on that retro and the uh, exhale and everything and Clink, 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 clink. <laughs> now, this is not funny to anybody who is a listener. Sorry, that didn't work the, out the way I thought. <laughs> but for the record, the three of us in the room are now deeply fucking amused. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, it was. I was like, do you want some water? No, no, is, no I got it. Clink, no, clink, no, clink, no, clink. no, right, right, exactly. <laughs> um, I apologize to our listeners, but no. trust me, that is funny. It's, it's fine, it's fine. Right. So, to me, this has... A similar note to the original Nika Rustica, um, as far as that kind of almost like rosado, mm-hmm. um, like red clay kind of flavor on the on the very back red end of red. it. Yep. Yeah. What um, do you mean the original? I, the original Nika Rustica, like not what we've not the adobe. Oh, okay, so the that, new one. I've never. Well, so that was the last mystery cigar. Are you think the so the original Nika Rustica is that's the one that's like super smoky? Yeah. Okay, so that one I get like all mesquite, like, like flavor wise off that. So there's something before that, or that's we we're calling. No, that's general. the one I'm talking about. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. The resting smoke rate on this, which is a term that I'm now, um, is original. Uh, Nika, the, the, yeah, yeah. This, the the RSR. <laughs> the RSR on this is, and I am predicting uh, about 45 minutes from now, uh, one of us will have a coughing fit. Because this room is going to it's, be—it's going to fill up yeah. every every time we smoke something from Drew. That's just how <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's but this is this is even for a Drew. Yeah, this is smoky. What's well, even like you? It's and, it's nice. Y- yeah, y- you and Mo smoke the uh, what? What y'all have last night? The Herrera Esteli the, outside. The, the, fat, the the fat pig or chubby pig. Or yeah, what's it the is. the cooker? The pig. Oh, the yeah, the, those the, things. The, yeah, no, I, I forget the name, but the I forget oh, the, the name of them. Big too. green eggs. No, the little square ones, the Cajun, Cajun cooker, whatever they're called. Yeah, boy, this is great podcasting, guys. <laughs> oh, they awesome. You're just you're leading us today. right down, right tearing it up. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do. No, but you even said like, hey, this is a really smoky cigar, 
and it I don't know of a Drew Estate that doesn't produce just copious amounts of smoke. They do. And, and they burn exceptionally well and they're they're Yeah, for be, for something that's you know, sometimes a little oily, even like the mm-hmm. the Liga Nine or the fifty two, I prefer the nine, I think. And then like the Nika Rustica is just the smokiest cigar I've ever had in my life. That's true. Bar none. Uh but this one, yeah, it has a it's having a nice, beautiful ash. It's really white. It's holding on well. I'm really liking the flavor of this one. I've smoked the other, uh, I guess, mystery cigars or whatever they're called. The what are they called? The freestyle packs. Freestyle packs. And there's some I really liked. The lighter one I wasn't a huge fan of, um, but this one of the three or four that I've had, I think I like this one the best so far. Knowing what it is, you know, I take it back. The very first one was the Undercrown Ten. Yeah, the UC10. Yeah, well, that was the very first one. And that one was just... I actually didn't like the first cigar, the Mystery Pack, because then and then when we got the truly packaged Underground 10, I liked that one a whole hell of a lot better than the unbanded one. And that one, hell, that one ended up being my number one cigar, I believe, of last year, the Lonsdale size. So that one definitely made big strides. So if this one gets better once it gets packaging, I don't know. But this one so far, I'm loving it. Well, so we did talk to our rep about it, and they said this is a completely new line. It's not uh, an extension under Herrera or, oh, or Nico okay. Rusca or anything. So it had the same um, artwork as far as the orange tobacco leaves on the mm-hmm. on the top of the box and on the leather case that you see on the Nico Rustica stuff, but it is not the same. It's it's not part of that line. So yeah. and it's a completely new line. So it's 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 I think it was like. 40 bucks, 42 bucks. So you get the yeah. three cigars, the uh, travel case or the leather case, the perfect cutter, the flask, but then you also get the lanyard where you QR code that and mm-hmm. you have a chance of winning. I believe it's a charger. No, it's a Mustang or a guitar this time. Is it a, I thought it was a charger. Mm-mm. We have to look at that. I might have to, because I told, I've been saying charger the whole damn time. Um, and then like a nice, like Les Paul uh, guitar. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a nice guitar. I don't know how I feel about those Mustangs. Like, I feel like it's a... Not a I'm, not, I'm not a muscle car guy. Um, I know Red, who's in our shop, and who, who reminded me that we need to do another big range gauge cigar with him and Big Show with him and Big Don. But um, I'm... And they do all those rat... I mean, he's in those all those muscle rat, cars. Rat rods. and Rat yeah. rods and that stuff. And that's not really my taste. I'm more of a more of a you know sort of modern sort of sedan yeah. guy but it's a 2022 dodge but, charger oh but, it is a charger yeah yep. somebody so told me it was a mustang i've driven a couple of those and the uh, sight lines in those things are just terrible. oh yeah they're awful yep. yeah and then a gibson les paul valued at 1600 the the car is valued at 30 now on the other hand 000. the the les paul guitar Oh my God, I'd love that. Yeah, I mean, you, you're talking less ball guitar. When I feel like this it does nothing. So, for so me. like, as as like employees of West End, me and Steve, like when we buy cigars or whatever, we can't enter the drawings of stuff. So this is like really the only sweepstakes, I guess, in quotes that like I buy this. I QR code. I'm not it. sure that they would let you win either. Mo, you just bought the cigar. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see her like pull up. I don't know. I haven't looked at the rules to see what it says, but to um, anybody or anybody related. Normally, that's what it is. I don't know. Um, but I don't know if this one specifically says if you work in a shop, you can't win. I don't yeah, know. I, don't, I, I don't know. I guess I need to read the bylaws. Anyway, but uh, yeah. So this is where now, I do. Be. I do like the Challenger. I think that's a pretty cool. 
car they, that they created. I mean, they look okay. I mean, I'm, I've got them as rental cars multiple times, and they're not super easy to get in and out of when you're wearing a suit. I bet. Um, so I didn't care for that, but I would like to have one of those. I think those are pretty sweet. So I love wagons. I like wagon cars, like hatchbacks, wagons, stuff like that. So they had... Like station wagons? Yeah, station wagons. I mean, the Outback, that's a, technically a wagon. Um, but they had one. It was called like... The, I was going to say Red Flyer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the pull little one. Right. But they, they had one called like the the Dodge... I forget what it was, but they had like a wagon, but it was like the front end of a Charger and the back end. Oh, yeah. Dodge... Uh, it's a Magnum, I think. Magnum, yeah. yeah. Mm. And uh, so I, I test drove one. And it drove great, but the man, the front windshield was so tiny. Yeah. It was. It looked yeah. like a, uh, looked like a. What's the reading rainbows? Uh, the guy, his book, his glasses. Lavar Burton. Yeah, LeVar it, look, Burton. it looked like Lavar Burton's. He was like uh, Star Wars. Jordy Jordy Lafroig. Lafroig. Wasn't said, that his name? Yeah, yeah. I just said Star Wars. I meant Star Trek. <laughs> oh my god! I know. So you're gonna get us canceled. Uh, I, I'm. I'm more star wars anyways but it looked like his <laughs> his glasses like it was super narrow and it just the eyesight i didn't like it but yeah uh, i'm more of a truck guy truck I, you know built for tough yeah i mean that's that's just that's what you, i like yeah you got a jeep you got a jeep guy yeah you know i've i've driven multiple jeeps they're not super comfortable like if you're driving a ton of miles yeah um, they're fun to drive. They're they're absolutely spectacular off road, and I love my Cherokee. Yeah. Um, but it is not. I would not drive that thing across the country. Yeah. So I had a. You'd be miserable. Fifteen years ago, I had a Jeep Grand Cherokee, and it was just leaking oil all the time. And so that was my first introduction to Jeeps. But then my parents got the Jeep Wrangler, the four door one, mm-hmm. and now it's Ian's because it's older, and he got to the age where he just took their car. But man, it's like a tin can. It just rattles, but he takes the doors off all the time, takes the mm-hmm. tops off. Oh, they're a ton of fun. So it's fun, but man, it is it's just not comfortable. It's loud as shit. Yeah, inside that thing. Yeah, you can hear mine coming down the road. You told me. <laughs> I can always tell, like if I'm outside, and I always tell when you're coming up. He's like, <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, it's got thirty fives on it. Yeah, you know? but I had I had a Ford Bronco like with some big Mud King tires on it, and you could hear me coming too. And especially mm-hmm. when they wear down, they get even louder mm-hmm. and just like. Whoa, 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 whoa. But yeah. Tire side effect, sound effects. <laughs> nice. At least it, it wasn't like a hand signal. Was. <laughs> that was last week we were doing hand signals. Yeah, pointing and pointing. I'm like the guy. We're from, learning, guys. I know, I'm, yeah. like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like the guy from a police academy. I can do all the sound effects. <laughs> you were not. <laughs> what was his name? Michael. I have no Michael idea. something. No. He, I know he was on like America's Got Talent or something not a couple years ago or something. I was like, man, how can like somebody who's already pseudo famous or semi famous go back on America's Got Talent? Well, the shelf life for somebody like that's pretty short, I would assume. You know, he, it, I mean, can you name anything else he made it big with? No, I think that's Police all. Academy was about the only one he was. Well, he was in Spaceballs as well. Again, but can you name it, something he was famous for? I mean, <laughs> other than his sound effects and voice? No. Yeah. Nothing. But it's like... Uh, but he's really famous for that. <laughs> so, like, I know you you like uh, Shark Tank, or you mm-hmm. don't like Shark Tank. You do yeah. like it. Oh, yeah. So, Mo's been watching a lot of Shark Tank. So, I saw one. And I don't like Shark Tank. It's it's un- I get super uncomfortable f- about it for some reason. But they had uh, Famous Amos was on there redoing cookies. But evidently, he doesn't own Famous Amos anymore. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't own his imaging. And he doesn't own, own his name or anything. So, yeah. like, he's making cookies again. Different 
recipe and whatever, but like he can't use any of his name or image or likeness or anything like that. So like they all passed, but it was like, holy shit. I never thought like he's famous, but he can't do anything with his name. And that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. But well, he sold it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he got some money. I'm sure he got some money out of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, ass- I, don't know the story. I, ass- I assume he probably got backers on something else, but even with shark tank, like, you know, they still get a percentage of whatever, just by being on the show. Like it's like 3% just by, mean? so even if none of the sharks take, uh, do the opportunity to go in business with them, they still get 3% of the product. That is what? Yeah. Just for being, just for being showcased on the show. Absolutely not. I know. That's why I don't like the show. I mean, it's because they get exposure. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. Cause that seems like, but then, they, it, but then they also turned down really good deals. Like they all turned down the guy who created ring and then he ends up selling the business for like a billion dollars to whomever. And well, they took 3% of that. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. But, well, I got to look into that. I can't see how that's legal. Yeah. I guess that's part of the contract. It's part of the contract. show. Yeah. Being on the show. Man, I would, I would be really surprised it's, if you just, but I, I think instantly it's, I, signed away three percent of your business. Well, I think it's three percent, not at three percent each, just three percent across the board. So it's still, like each one gets point seventy five still of it. Yeah, but there's no way I'd go on there. Well, there's got to be a time limit on that and some other stuff. I'm sure. Yeah, but I, I just know. I get uncomfortable watching the show. I don't like it. You get uncomfortable about a lot of things. He does. <laughs> for for somebody being so comfortable, I. I do get uncomfortable in certain situations. I think it's probably because you're not as comfortable as you think you are. No, I don't like, there's certain cringy stuff that I can classify as cringe that some people don't, but that's one of them. You get more uncomfortable with other people than you do yourself. Because I like, I, I, yeah. (laughs) Which is totally super odd. I don't give a shit about myself. I don't watch TV. Yeah, we know that. Right. Unless it's, uh, you know, Univision. (laughs) You like, you do like, you do like the Univision uh, weather women. I do. Yeah. Unapologetic. I don't blame you. <laughs> I got to find out what channel that is on YouTube TV. I don't know what channel it is on YouTube TV. Because it never changes on his TV. It just, it's, it's, it's always right. there. I don't actually know what channel it is on my TV. <laughs> Telemundo. What, yeah. What's the stories called? They're, they're called, they're something specific. <clears throat> um, they're telenovelas. Telenovelas. Telenovela. Yeah. 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 I, we, there's a, there's one, uh, little Mexican grocery store and like Taqueria that we go to and they always has a telenovelas on there and like they're just so funny and just overacted but like it draws you in and oh it's no like, they're oh, great yeah. they're great <laughs> no that's and everybody uh, like like drugs me out and I'm going no that's the point you can sit and watch them and they're entertaining so we used to turn the volume off and we would just like make your own stories. Yeah. We'd make our own story. Oh yeah. <laughs> like you don't have to wonder what's going on. No, it tells you no, what's you happening. Don't, you don't have to pay attention. She's mad at him. Yeah. Oh, now they're making up. It's fine. Like, and they've, hey. they've got the smell the fart look down. <laughs> like no one else does. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no. It's great. <laughs> so one thing I didn't realize is like the, the soap operas that are on regular TV, basic TV, like, days of our lives and general hospital and whatever fuck yeah. else there is. Like, I forget that that is a daily show. Like it's a new, it's one continuous story, either going back to the sixties or whatever, different families, but like every day is a new show. So I wonder how like the production time on those have got to be 
really quick and they don't get paid a lot just because they produce so much. Like mm-hmm. the main actors only get like two grand a show or well, something. Well, I like think that. they do a bunch at once. Like and they take a, a like a month or two off and then do a bunch at once again. I mean, you gotta think if you're doing two hundred and fifty shows a year, I mean, how many can you bust out in a in a week of recording? You could probably bust out ten, probably. I mean that's that's a tough schedule. Oh yeah, no, I bet you it's brutal. But like I mean that's why the acting is not all that great it's, in those. It's not right. the best. Because well, they right. don't have time to be good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, they probably have a couple sets where they're recording. Multiple know, at the same time. Multiple at yeah. the same time. And, and, you know, you're recording a 40-minute 40, 40 show. Well, a lot of those telenovelas, too, on the <clears throat> on the other side, a lot of those are from, like, the 90s and mm-hmm. 2000s. Yeah, they're just getting re-ran. Re, 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 like, because you'll, you'll go back and go, I've, I've seen this one. I fought through that one, didn't I? You did. I fought through that. <laughs> That's just Steve looking at me. <laughs> I was just going to Peter run through and let Mark take over, but you just you shot me the look. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, they're entertaining for sure. Yeah, My yeah. mom used to watch them all the time. and yep. The stories. I broke my arm one summer, Ugh. and so like I couldn't go out and do a bunch of stuff, and, and so I just had to sit inside and entertain myself. And so at some point I just would go downstairs and watch – you know, 20 minutes of a whatever soap opera she was watching with her. Yeah. And the storylines are just absurd. It's kind, absurd. Of, it's kind of like when you're sick, like if you're sick while you're in, in school, like, you know, your day always consists of like the price is right or love connection and just yeah. whatever. Oh, those, I love price is right. Whatever those daytime is the price is right. The only like morning game show out there. Because then you have like Jeopardy and stuff like that. Jeopardy's all a, game. Well, now Je- there's all game show game channel. show network. But I'm saying yeah. like just on basic ABC, NBC, CBS. No, because no, you got the one with uh, Let's Make a Deal is now with uh, Wayne Brady. Is that a morning? Is that a morning? Yeah, I think one? it comes on like right before Price is Right or right after. I think I don't okay. know. I'm not home at that time. Yeah, so because, I don't really because know. like I know like Jeopardy is a late afternoon. That's always around like three, four, something like that. And then you have the nighttime game shows, which is going to be like Million Dollar or uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and. Is what's that still on? Oh yeah. What's the uh, Howie Mandel one? The 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 briefcase. Let's not let's make a deal. But it's um. It just shows you how greedy Americans are. Golly, what's the name of that show? I, I don't know. I can't come up with it. Has it. the giant staircase of women with briefcases? I forget. Yeah, but I, that, like that's actually a somebody screaming too. at the radio. That the name of that show right <laughs> now. I you know. idiots. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they scream at other things involving us as well, but yeah, but like it's weird. Like the Price is Right is a morning game show, and then you Deal have or No Deal, Deal or No Deal. Yep, and then and then we have the nighttime game shows, which I think morning well, game like shows. Survivor, are, would you consider that a game show? Um, like I would classify reality like, show, like yeah, reality, like Survivor, and but uh, it's a reality game show though, right? Yeah, Big but, Brother. I don't consider that a game show. Like I've, I still don't understand the premise of that. But like Survivor and uh, Amazing I'm gonna Race. I'm going to tell you the premise. They're all the same. You have a challenge. If you win the challenge, you stay in the house. If you don't, you could get voted out. Ugh. Last one there wins the money. That's the whole series. How do, I, I, I know for a oh, fact. I thought the premise was you whisper about yeah. each other. <laughs> I know for a fact I would not do very That's well at, at Survivor. I wouldn't do it. I don't like clicks and groups and shit like that. See, I've always wanted to do the Amazing Race. Amazing they Race go all over the all over the yeah. world. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, Who would be the best Amazing Race partner for you, though? Jared. Okay. My buddy Jared, who's a mechanic. Um, the guy just understands how things function. Um, so I think we would make a really good team. We've known each other forever. We get along really well. Um, and I've 
mentioned it to him at one point, and he said he was in. We've just never actually applied. Yeah. Like, we just dream about it. Like, my oldest brother would be my, I think, would be But you my, have to take, like, four months off of work or oh, something no. like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, uh, Brandon might let me do it. I don't know. I've never <laughs> asked him. He's not going to pay me while I'm gone. Well, you so. also, well, also, it's four months. If you make it, you could be done within a week. Well, no, because you have to stay until the show is over because they don't want you to tell people that you've been voted off. There's a point. If you make it to a certain point, you're not allowed to go home until the show's over. I mean, then you just stay, like, you're just hosted up at, like, a five-star for the yeah, next month Yeah, they just put you in a resort. Oh, how bad. So, yeah. like... Yeah, that's a good point. So... <laughs> as long as you don't have to pay for it, yeah. I guess it's all right. So, like, during... Brandon, I need four months off. Yeah. So, during, like, <laughs> The Amazing Race was was filming at the high of the pandemic in 2020, like, March, April, May, all that kind of stuff. And so, they actually stopped the show, and they brought all those people yeah. back. Yep. So, I wonder how they did that. Surely, those people didn't stay at a resort for a year and a half. No, I think during COVID... Well, because nobody could win, right? So yeah. they just shut it down, and I so, think they just. So I guess nobody home. knew who was gone or whatever. Yeah. Well, even the people on the show didn't know. Yeah. So I wonder if somebody even wonder if they would come back or we'd be dead or whatever. Yeah. But, but I think it's the same way with like The Bachelor and that's all that. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> that is a show that I definitely would not be on because I they get one look at me be like nope no rose for you you don't know that nah I know some some woman like Mo that likes. Big burly tattooed teddy bears <laughs> with hair everywhere. Yeah, it's, see, like that show is just super. I cringy. cannot stand that super, one. I don't know why people watch that. So my brother in college, they would they would always get together on like Monday nights or whatever it'd do, or whatever it would come out, and they would like with his football fraternity or whoever he was living with, they would always do a bachelor night, and just oh my all the guys watching Bachelor. <laughs> what is going on with our world? <laughs> Does he still watch it? I I don't know. I mean, there's a ton of people that are into it. Yeah, one of the podcasts I listened to, one of the guys was on the show. Oh, really? Yeah, he was the luggage guy. I don't know who that is. Like when somebody gets voted off, they send somebody in there to like take their suitcase. Oh, like he was a worker. Like he, yeah, but he's they show him on the show. Oh no, there was, but he like wasn't on the show as a contestant. No, no, no. he was a one of the production crew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He was Dobby the Elf. <laughs> <laughs> Dobby's a free elf. Now, what's his name from uh from the ESPN? He was the like the original contestant, wasn't he? The uh the the college oh, football and the, the, the court the quarterback, yeah. Yeah, he was one of the OGs. I guess he was the OG Who? on that. Uh, Carson Pal- not Carson Palmer. Um I think it's Palmer though. But uh, he's I don't know. He's one of the college football I can't stand the show, so I don't I have no yeah. idea. I can't stand any of these shows. I have not seen The Amazing Race. I'm, I'm sure that it's great. It's amazing. Well, and so it's what, a race. what's better about that is it's not all about. There's a little bit of it, but it's not all about the drama. No, right. You it's get more about, drama with the teams inner fighting and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. It's it's more about the challenges that they have to do, and okay. they like make them do things that are put together puzzles and stuff. Well, it's it's stuff for like the culture of mm-hmm. wherever they're at, right? Yeah. So they yeah. go to. Let's say they go to Nicaragua. Well, they've got to go out and just, this is not real, but let's just say they like have to roll a cigar. So they'd have to sit down in a factory and roll a cigar until somebody said, okay, that's good enough for product. Like we would actually sell that cigar. Yeah. And until you get it right, you don't get your next clue to go to your next stop. Mm. And so has, everything has to do with whatever the culture is they're in. There's usually something with food. There's usually something yeah. with like a, a puzzle or like that, like cigars, you know, with dexterity or some like really you got to sit down and actually like take your Physical. time to do it. And then there's a 
like a, a very heavily physical challenge. Usually all three within the same episode. Yeah, but you're just dropped in the middle of whatever country or city, and you're like, all right, go to point B. So, like, there naked, you go. Naked and afraid. Oh, that Not is, quite the same, but that now that one I like. Oh, <laughs> that God. one is hilarious. I, I think uh, I know why you like yeah. that one. <laughs> I definitely 100% could not do that show. I don't remember the last time I watched it, but oh my gosh, that is so entertaining. So the show alone is kind of like that where they just drop somebody off yeah, in the Alaskan Wilderness. There's a guy from yeah, Arkansas. Yeah, they got clothes on. Well, there's a guy from Arkansas <laughs> on that show right now. Really? So, yeah. Is he doing well? Uh, I think it's in production right now, so it, it hasn't been mm. released yet, but he's... Competing he's, in it, he's currently naked. But like, what's cool about that is well, like you live the, by yourself. Well, you can. You're yeah. you're allowed to. But that doesn't have an end date. It ends when the last person, the last person gives up. So the like Mo started watching that. And I got sucked into it, and like the, at one point it jumps time. So it went from like day seven to like day twenty three, and then it went to like day sixty five. I'm like, holy shit! Like that three months out there by yourself. Like no, could not do it. And the dude killed a moose. That's impressive. And was eating what the moose. What did he kill it with? I uh, think a uh, bow and arrow. Um, so he got to take a bow and arrow with him? No, he, he fashioned one, I believe. And uh, that's a, That dude's a badass. But what's crazy is like he was losing so much weight because I, evidently moose is, there's no fat on it. And he was just eating just pure lean protein, but just losing all his fat. So like they showed like a beginning picture and end. And he was, wasn't big by no means, but by the end, like he just looked, Famished. Oh my God. So bad. But he was eating a whole damn moose and just lit, like not starving, but was not getting the nutrients he needed. He wow. needed some fat. Mm. It was crazy. So then I was like, all right, now I know I need to add more fat to my diet. Son. <laughs> I don't think that's our problem. <laughs> We'd probably do well with some moose it's, meat. It's strange. You see, you see him taking an input. <laughs> And taking an input, and then he get, comes up with the lesson, turning that not <clears throat> that information into knowledge, and you just go, "That's not the lesson for you." All right. That might not be my best idea, but me and Steve had a good idea this weekend over something that I could do. Yes, so I think I, this is a million dollar idea. So I, our anniversary is by the time this airs, it was a couple days ago. It's this week in real time. You and your wife, you should specify this. Me me and Mo's. (laughs) It sounded like you're and I. (laughs) Yeah. It's me and Mo's three-year anniversary. And so one of the gifts I got her was I got her a a cameo uh, from somebody that we watch YouTube videos. It's uh, it's a guy named Beard Meets Meets Food, and he's an English um, competitive food eater. And he does a bunch of different things and he's really funny and just real engaging with the, not audience, but with the camera. And he just does challenges and stuff like that in England where he's from. And he's a super nice, just awesome attitude and stuff like that. So I, and he was 15 bucks on cameo. Because oh, wow. There's like a bunch of cameos are like $300, blah, blah. And I was just scrolling through that night. We were outside just looking. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, it was like Caitlyn Jenner was like. Yeah, like $400. No. No, it was like four grand. Yeah, it was ridiculous. They're stupid expensive. And then there's ones that are like really cheap and some of their good price. So his, his was a good price one. So I was like, you know, I'm going to get one of him. Telling, I told him like, uh, you know, your Aaron loves you, blah blah. All he wants to do is eat tacos forever with you, blah blah, blah something like that. And then I was like, hit him, hit her with a with your catchphrase and stuff like that. And he's just like, <laughs> just like congratulations. I've never done it before, so it's like whatever. Somebody we don't know, but somebody we watch content from. But 
they're all like joyous and happy and stuff like that. Like it's your birthday, it's your anniversary, but there's a market that I feel like isn't being hit and it's the anti cameo. It's like the people who you do like you contact me, pay me. I will quit your job. I will break up with your significant other. I'll tell somebody to fuck off. I'll talk shit to your deliver bad news, Yeah, deliver bad news. Talk about talk shit to your fantasy football team. So this is the guy that can't stand to watch cringy television, but he's gonna give <laughs> he's gonna deliver bad news to people. But here's the thing: I don't know those people. They're just giving me a script, and I'll just like. I guess yeah, you don't actually have to look at them, right? No, I don't have you to just, look. It's just a video. Yeah, it's just a video. I just read. Oh, that's like a good, that's a good point. Like, hey, Steve is manipulative, and he does whatever on our fantasy football team. So I'll just be like, oh yeah, Joe says you're a dickhead. And he hates your guts, blah, blah, blah. I think this is a great idea. And it's like 30, 30 bucks. All right, there we go. <laughs> Just like send it off your way. But nobody's doing that. I could do that. You sure nobody's doing that? I've never seen it. Have you, did you look into it? No. <laughs> you might should have Googled it first. <laughs> somebody's now going to. Somebody's going to do it. They're going to steal your idea. I told you not to, not to tell everybody before you actually did it. <laughs> Tonight, before this episode comes out, you need to go set up a cameo. Yeah, I don't. What would I charge, honestly? Because I'm not, I'm not famous by any means. So what's a good, like number? Ten bucks, fifteen? Yeah, ten, fifteen bucks. All right. It depends how bad it is. I think, right? Like if you're telling somebody. See, but here's you know, the thing. I'm, like, I, I think in cameos thing, like they have certain rules that you have to abide by. Oh, I bet they have a rule that says you can't give people bad news. Yeah. So there's there's other things. So I, might, I didn't think about that. So start I, our own site. Yeah. Or I could just do it through like my personal Instagram or Twitter or whatever else like that. Or you actually get, nah, don't give me your phone numbers because I don't want people else to have my number. But uh, <laughs> that yeah. seems bad. But like there look, seems like a bad idea. But like looking through, like there was questions or like a Q and A's. There were certain things like, like he wouldn't talk about. So I don't know if that's just cameos. What rule was on there or his rule? I mean the 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 thir- all the third rail stuff. The stuff Politics. we don't, yeah, the stuff we don't talk about on the oh, show, okay. yeah. shit like that. Yeah. So I don't gotcha. know if that was his rule or Cameo's rule, but I, I had a figure that's Cameo doesn't want to be involved with any of that shit as well. So yeah, I would, I would probably think they encourage that. Yeah, to but, not not go there. So that was an idea that we well, we, we need to look up. into because I think this is a genius idea. <laughs> if you don't do it, I'm going to do it. I like. I, I mean, I've never really had to quit a job. But I've always, I take it back. I've quit one job very ferociously and pissed off. But like, it felt good. So, but there's other people that won't do that, but I'll do it for you. So, yeah, I've never quit a job ferociously and angrily. <laughs> I quit uh, a cooking job, uh, shoved a knife through a stainless steel table, and I walked out. Quit on the spot on a Friday night. Full house, man. Walked out. That's Could ferocious. It, what a jerk. Couldn't what handle it anymore. He was so. Here's the thing: the guy was snapped. So at the time, uh, my dad worked with us as well, uh, back of house, and the guy was just harping on my dad over nothing. It was something that I messed up on, but he was taking it out on on my dad. I was like, "Hey, that was me." He just kept going, kept going, kept going, and finally, I just had enough. Slamming the knife down. I walked out. Dad called me. He was like, hey, I'll leave too. He was like, no, no, you need it. You stay. I just can't handle it anymore. Because if he wouldn't have stopped talking, I would have done something else. I just walked away. And that was my last cooking job I've ever had. 
There you go. Yeah. Have I mean, you watched that, uh, the show, The Bear, I think is what it's called? So I watched the first episode, but I wasn't really paying attention. But It's I, really good. And so, and it's really true to life of yeah. what oh, the, yeah. the back of house really is. So yeah. it can be uncomfortable, but that's how it is in the back of house working. And I'm not even going to ask you if you've seen it. <laughs> yeah, that's an absolutely no. I feel like, you know how like... <laughs> How like there's a lot there's a lot of countries. Is there a bear in the back of the house? <laughs> uh-uh. No. Okay. But it, but it's that based, would be cool. A bear that cooks. Be cool. Now that's a show we'd watch. You would I'd actually like it show. though. It's based on an Italian or on a Chicago uh, Italian sandwich place, like a Portillo's or something like no. that. That's the that's the restaurant. <laughs> Is uh, it on TV? It's on uh, FX. Yeah. No. I think Hulu. I think Hulu. Yeah. yeah. Hulu FX. No. It's yeah. good. Anyway. Okay. But I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. So we had college football yesterday. We did. We did. Oh well, we had we had like we we got the first <clears throat> we got the first line of cocaine of college football because it was like the FBS teams. It was the <laughs> it was the it was just this, the the that's team, a way to put it. The teams you don't care. So it was the teams you don't care about. The, the teams first you line watch. of cocaine off the uh, off the razor blade off off, off the, the credit card off oh, the hooker's off the, ass. Yeah, the midget stripper. <laughs> Yeah, that's it right. was it was like it wasn't what you wanted, but it was enough to get you through to next. Illinois week. beat uh, somebody. I saw that in the uh, yeah. SGR. I, I think the big one was uh, Nebraska Northwestern, and they yeah, played was, in Dublin. Which that was, was kind of cool. In, yeah, Northwestern run. I saw an interception late. Mm-hmm. Boy, Nebraska does not look good this year. It's not the Bra- Nebraska. It's not the Nebraska has the 90s. a unique talent recently of losing close games. Man. That coach has got to be feeling the pressure. <laughs> right. Like so 10 games recently, 10 of their losses, like eight of them by three points, and you're just going. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh. yeah. I mean, it was in Dublin, though? It was, it was in yeah. Ireland, yeah. yeah played nice. in the soccer stadium. Nice. So originally, so two years ago, uh, Notre Dame was actually supposed to open up in Ireland, but then, you know, everything got shut down. Oh, shit like that. Right. But they're that. But they're wanting to expand just like NFL. You got multiple games in London. Yeah. They want to expand college football in the same way. So they're doing more overseas games and stuff like that. So it was kind of weird to have, you know, Northwestern and Nebraska, like definitely two not teams I consider. Follow. Like There's with a lot the, of Irish heritage in those areas. I yeah. have no idea. Oh, no. there. I mean, there is definitely in Chicago. And then in the Midwest, you got a, a high density of, of Irish immigrants and stuff. Mm. But it's still like you would think like the premier flagship would be Notre Dame first, you know, and make it a big game. Notre Dame versus Miami. Notre Dame. Well, versus, wouldn't that require Notre well, Dame to schedule somebody? <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. They're independent. Yes, they are independent. Um, yeah, no, you would think it would. Well, I mean, it was Notre Dame, but it just it didn't work out. So, I mean, mm-hmm. the, this, you know, college football, I think everybody knows this, is scheduled five, six years out in advance. So that's the yeah. way it worked. So, pandemic kind of messed that up. Notre Dame is playing Ohio State next week. And they got, they, I mean, First they, game ha- they have a good, I mean, they have a tough schedule, but they're pick a conference, y'all. Pick a conference. So, the meme on Facebook that has been running uh, nonstop is that Notre Dame is the most underrated team over the last 10 years. Underrated? Yeah, because... Um, well, every, under, joke, under, right? Underrated or overrated? No. They all... There's been a ton of columnists who said they've been underrated and they have statistics to prove it. And we're we're fixing to find out, as, as, as people say around here, because Ohio State is about ready to, to, to either prove or disprove that. Yeah, 
I'm, I'm not going to make a prediction on that because I don't need to. You know what's weird? So it was like I have a bunch of Notre Dame fans when they played Alabama in the playoff, and they they were all like chipping, and I went, I I don't need to talk about this game, <laughs> right? I don't I don't need to talk about this game. This game will get played. So de- so a lot of the, the the talking heads and the pundits and stuff are starting their product- for predictions for this year. Yeah. The craziest one I've seen so far, um, Desmond Howard uh, dropped his today. Let me guess, Michigan is going to win the whole thing. So he had Michigan in there, but he also had here, – here's the thing. Michigan, of course, because – I'm going to predict that Illinois State is going to win the national championship. <laughs> so he had Michigan – Surprise, surprise. He had Michigan, Baylor, Texas A&M, and Pittsburgh. So Texas A&M is real. Texas, Texas A&M, A&M could be real. Could I, don't, be I think it's a year early, but Texas A&M could be real. <clears throat> Baylor could be real. I, I'm a big fan of, of that coach, and, the, and they could be real. Um, Pittsburgh, I, I mean, I, I mean, really, I don't know. I don't think so. They just lost that big time quarterback. Yeah. Kyle Pitts or Pickens Pickens. Um, so I, I don't think Pittsburgh, but smarter guys than me can judge that. I, I don't think Pittsburgh could, um, and no Ohio state really no, no. Ohio state. So, the, I, mean, I mean, so if so, A&M makes it, you, you, you're picking off Alabama and Georgia. So I get that. Well, he's, I mean, no Ohio State because he's saying Michigan over Ohio State. So, well, you could, you could potentially get Alabama and A&M or, or Alabama, I'm sorry, A&M and Georgia. You could get A&M and Georgia. You could get both. I'm not going to disrespect A&M. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, they're, uh, I just almost said disrespecting them. A&M's a really talented team. Yeah. I think it's a year early for them, but it, Years early comes really quick in college. Yeah, you got Jimbo Fisher over there, and he's just like I'm hey, not guys. a Jimbo. I'm not a Jimbo Fisher fan, so <laughs> you have to read mm-hmm. all of my my A and M predictions through my Jimbo Fisher lens. Well, him and uh, him and Saban have looked like children this offseason, just it's been, bickering <laughs> right. constantly. I like, like brothers, um, like me and Aaron, yeah, right? Yeah. I I you know which side I fall on that argument, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So, but yes, college football started. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, so high school football started this weekend. High school football started around the nation. This was week zero in yep. in Arkansas. Um, the Salt Bowl happened. Brian Benton, biggest rivalries. Brian trounced him again, thirty eight seventeen. Um, I had so first game I haven't gone to in eighteen years. Didn't find out about until today, but evidently the seventeen points was a lot. Was garbage time. I uh, looks like. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's that, what that means is fall autumn is around the corner, right around the corner. It's going to be like cooler season soon. We're getting, you know, by the time this comes out, it will be September already. It's just like, oh man, it's almost hoodie season. I cannot wait for hoodie season. That is the best season. We're going to get another like really hot stretch at some point. I mean, we usually get one more in September. I mean, this week is supposed to be in the mid nineties again. So, I mean, it is, I mean. This summer was fucking brutal. This was a rough summer. <laughs> it was. Super well, we didn't. Have, we didn't really have a spring. It just went from yeah cold to hot. Yeah, and it was a super dry summer. So yeah, like, made we, it worse. I mean, we were on burn bands for a solid month here in Central Arkansas. It was. It was rough, and they 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 released them last week. So like tons. Yeah, of, we got some rain. Tons of fires, like from construction sites, were finally going on and everything. And it's just yeah. like yeah, it was. It was a rough one, but... Yeah, we're close. We're almost in whether you can sit outside and smoke. Yeah, getting, it, it's getting... It, in the evenings, we've been doing it a little bit. It's not been terrible. The mosquitoes are kind of bad right now. We've got to figure that out. Yeah, but. the mosquitoes made like a second coming yeah, <laughs> this past was, week. Whew. 
But like you, you all were getting ate up last night. I didn't, I didn't get bit once. That's because we're sweet. And yeah, yeah, and I'm bitter as shit. So it's <laughs> like they don't want to be around me. But like even like I we're you know me and you played golf yesterday, and I was like I cannot wait to play in the fall because I have yet to play in cool weather. It's been ninety degrees every time we've played. Every time I've played ever or hotter. Or hotter, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But like yesterday was a beautiful day. It was hot. It was ninety three, but a little bit overcast. But like nobody else was out there. Yeah, so, we basically had the golf course to ourselves. Uh-huh. I think we saw finally two other groups the entire day. Yeah, like, um, there was nobody on but that they golf were like, course. They were, and we were taking our merry sweet time, and there were holes behind us. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there was. I'm just ready to play in like a, a pull up jumper or whatever. Not a jumper. The a jumper pull up. Jumper, no, like a like a, a pullover. What pullover? <laughs> I think the skyhook is a better outfit, but <laughs> a pull-up jumper, like the tuxedo one you uh, wore. You know, like that a was pull, a romper, wasn't a pull, it? A pullover. Yeah, jumper. Goodness. <laughs> if you show up to the golf course in a jumper, like I'm out. I'm not playing with you. <laughs> that's that's what you do when you lose fantasy. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely riding in your own cart. <laughs> Hold my hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. So how do I do yesterday? You did really, really well. We we have spent a little bit of time actually working on your game, not just out whacking the ball around. Um, we got your speed on, on the greens much better. Dialed in a little bit. The, the, you're going to have to do that over and over and yeah. over. You can't. This is not a one and done thing with yeah. that, right? Because yeah. every green you get on is going to be different, and every course you play, the greens roll differently. Yeah. And uh, that's one of the things people struggle with, and I don't think people put enough emphasis on that in you know, the weekend warrior guys like us. Yeah. Um, they just show up, they chunk a couple wedges, they hit a few drives, they hit three putts and then they get in the cart and they go. Yeah. And honestly, you'd be better off if you would stretch for 10 minutes and then go putt for 30 and then go play. Like you'd you'd have a much more successful day. So I normally do, I normally do like TRX stretching before we go play, but Mo was in the middle of painting a bookcase I built for in the in the TRX area in the garage, so I couldn't do that. So I didn't stretch like I normally do. But yeah, but your flexibility was fine. Yeah. Your your speed on the greens was good. Um, when when you swing through the ball and you get down to the ball, um, you hit it really really well. You're you're improving very quickly. I beat my nemesis yesterday. That yeah, was that the, was the big the big part. And we got video of it, which you're working on. Yeah, we're gonna put a video out. Um, probably by the time this episode comes out, we'll have a video out. Um, of who is your nemesis? Hole five at Hurricane Golf and Country Club. Okay. It is a bastard of a hole that I have never. Have you played Hurricane yet? Mm-hmm. So it's that. So one course I've played down here. The short par four that you got to hit over the pond. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an island green. Yeah, mm-hmm. do- dog legs to the left, and I've never ever made it to the green ever. It's always I've lost, I've lost a dozen balls on that hole alone. And I didn't lose a ball on that hole, and I... Well, don't talk too much about it. we get the video out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're, you're going to kill spl- our viewership. He was more excited than I am. I'll well, just say, like, I was kind of shocked. But I was so excited because how well you putted, um, how well you, you were hitting the ball, and it just was like everything came together that day. Yeah, yeah. Like I, Now we I, just have to get you to do that when I'm not standing there going, yeah. okay, do this, Do this, Aaron. do this, do that. <laughs> but being filmed. Like, We're getting close. It was like I hit, We're close. I hit into nice. a bunker, and I hit out of the bunker beautifully, I felt. So I was happy with it. and Beautifully? 
It was pretty decent. It was okay. good. I told him, I said, all I want you to do is just splash this out back into the fairway. And he did it. So nice. I, and then looked after, after the fact, watching the video, I could see how I missed my putt. And I was like, fuck, if I would have just, just turned just a little bit, I would have so made it. You got to go through that pre-shot routine every yeah. single time. Yeah. You just got to do it. But I was, I was definitely happy, happy with that. So nice. Yep, we'll put the video out. <clears throat> Sounds like fun. Looking forward to seeing it. Straight cut golf. That's what we're calling it. Straight cut golf. So stay tuned. We'll have some videos coming. Just more times to drink some beers and smoke some cigars on the course. And That's right. Found out how difficult it is to play and record at the same time. Like there's it's guys, tough. There's, there's certain guys that we like watching YouTube videos, and they have their own film crew and you can see why <laughs> because right. that shit is difficult yeah do yourself and play yeah and we try to get fancy with a gimbal and it just yeah it didn't work it didn't work well so. it didn't work well, we got a we we bought a dji gimbal in it i think my phone is just too heavy for that it's not designed for a phone that of that size well it, my phone would definitely be too heavy for that then yeah and then my phone overheated at one point so we're like Luckily, there was nobody on the golf course. We're standing on the green. I'm holding my phone going, <laughs> trying to blow in it so it'll cool it off so we like, can record. Again, because it was 95 and the sun was just beating yeah, it on was us. blaring, yeah. It was what time did you guys play? 3 o'clock, 3.30. We teed off at 3.30. Did you play with Brandon? Mm-mm. No, it was just no, me and him. You too. We, okay. So we're, we're, we're going to be we're gonna be taking on Brandon and Doug yeah, no. soon, but like September is just No, it was one full. of my favorite moments of the last couple months was when you and Brandon <laughs> stood up there. I think talk shit to each other. And I'm like looking at the two of you going, why are you two talking shit? I think they're running away from us. I think they're scared. Okay. I know Brandon's going to listen to this. Okay. Brandon is probably working on his game. And that's why he keeps putting it off. It's because he's like, I will not let them beat me. It, what's funny, that's one thing it, with Brandon. He's super competitive. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he will do whatever he has. He'll hit you with a golf club if it means he'll win. Oh, he's, I mean, he's type you A. You better watch out. He's type A personality. He's like us. So, like, the, the very next day after we said, oh, no, we, we can take you, he was at the driving range with his boy just yeah. practicing and stuff. So It's going to be a good match. I don't think we're going to run away with it. I do think we have a very good chance of winning. I just don't think it's going to be a blowout. But here's the thing. Like, the more time progresses later on, the the more I'm advancing and, and getting better. And so the more more time that progresses, the more time the shitty players are getting less <laughs> shitty. Yeah, yes. that's right. I'm still shit, but less shitty. We got to catch Doug when his back hurts. We can beat him if Doug's <laughs> if Doug's hurting. We got a real good chance. So we need to do it after a big event where he's been here all day. That's right. And that's yeah, that's the optimal time. Or in the morning because he hates getting out of bed early. Oh yeah. Well, that we'll, we're never going to do that. We're never going to tee off with with those two at, at an no. Eight, neither eight one of them can get out of bed before no. ten. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's not going to a morning game is not going to happen. No, it's not. <laughs> it's true. Rory McIlroy won the uh, FedEx Cup. I yeah. just saw that. Yeah, it did a, it's an eleven million dollar check. I think uh, 18, eighteen and a half. Eighteen and a half now. Yeah. Wow. And so second, it's like eleven million. Second place was just shy of but seven more. million. <laughs> yeah. So it was like a it was like a nine million dollar swing between first and second. So it's interesting to see Scotty Scheffler lose that um, because he started with what like a two stroke lead. He uh, to start Matt, the week. Rory was six behind. Start of the day. So, so Sheffield had had to play like the last few holes of round three this morning as well. Yeah, yeah, they got shut down for weather at one point yesterday, and then darkness. Um, so yeah, it's 
you know, for somebody to come back from six-stroke deficit and win yeah. that thing, because it looked like Scotty was going to run away with it. I mean, he had a three-shot lead going into to yesterday. And I wouldn't say he lost it. Rory won it. He came roaring back. Yeah, he did. He played really well. So, it was a good FedEx Cup playoffs. Um, we'll have to try to go next year when they're in Memphis. Yeah, definitely. I'll be down. And that's for time. the... Yeah, that's the FedEx. That's the one. first week of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Yeah, yep. So Mark's just shaking his of, head. Uh-huh. I'm not going. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of money. So what do you what do you think about your cigar? I am really liking it. Um, I am. Uh, I don't know that it's changed a bunch, but uh, it is. Uh, it is a really nice cigar. It's keep burning consistently. It is kicking smoke out like a badass. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it's a consistent cigar. It's a really good cigar. It is, when you say Nica Rustica, um, it does remind me of that cigar, although it yeah. is different. Yeah. Um, but it, it is a really nice cigar. You really pick it up on the retrohale, I think, that like red clay mm-hmm. kind of note is just, is it's just very distinct on the retro. Yeah. And I feel like the sweetness that I have, I got a lot of sweetness off the first third. And now that is all gone, and it has what you said that that yeah. dirt that that the the soil clay like off of it. So I wish it still had the first third uh, taste and aroma on the third third, because this is now a totally different cigar than what it was. Uh, it's still good. I preferred the first part of it more than this. Uh, so I am going to be. I, I'd be interested to see what the blend is when it comes out, and yeah, I guess yeah. we'll find out in a couple months. I'm, I guess. I'm interested September. as to how the end of the, September is it, oh, is it the end so, of September. Okay, sept. It's the end of sept. Um, I'm interested as to how this is different than because it is. I can tell that it's a mm-hmm. little different. I don't have the palate you guys do, but um, I'm interested to how it's different because there's enough similarities where I think this is similar, but it's different. Yeah. But I'm enjoying the hell out of this. This is a really, really nice cigar. I, I'm enjoying that. I'm, I'm not a huge Drew fan. I'm not, I'm not beating down the door for the UC10 and all that stuff. But the the Nika is one of those cigars that I super enjoy. Well, this definitely has more spice than the than the Nika I does. I agree with that. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's got a little kick to it. The one critique I have of that one is, it, I, th- I I hate to say this, but it seems like they put something on the tobacco that causes it to smoke the way it does. A paraffin the, the amount, or something like right. that. Yeah. And you can taste it in that cigar. It's it's faint, no, but it's I there. I don't taste it. Not in this one, in the Nika Rustica. Yeah, but I don't taste it in that cigar. Yeah. Sorry. See, on, um, on that Nika, all I get is, seriously, like real mesquite. Like when, when I'm starting a grill, yeah. I get, that's what I get the whole way through. I don't get a whole lot of, of spice off that one. I get. Yeah, no, it doesn't have as much spice. Definitely not as much as this one. This one's definitely got some kick to it. Yeah. But the body on it is not strong body on this one. It has. I'd call it medium plus. Yeah. It, it, it's got some flavor. You know, definitely the, for me, the flavor, I prefer the first part of it better. I, mean, I might even, I might even go medium to full. It's probably a three quarter. Yeah. It's got a little spice. But it's weird, like how we're talking about a cigar, and we literally do mm. not know anything about it, so yeah. we could one hundred percent be wrong. It reminds me of the Julius Caesar. <laughs> I prove me wrong. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess technically, I I don't know what I would compare this with. Maybe something like the Placencia One Four Six. 
line. Kind of similar to that, yeah. Somewhere where it's like a little bit of spice, but a lot of that earthiness to it. Um, it's it's a great cigar. The construction is is nice. It's dull. Like I don't have hardly any shine or sheen to it. No, it's not oily at all. It's um, got a lot of uh, like toothiness it, to it. It's though. a little toothy and veiny as well. Um, but it burns nice. It's it's a harder compact uh, cigar. I mean, we're smoking three different sizes as well, so yeah. we're, we're, you'll have a little bit of variance of flavors and tastes and stuff. Um, but the robusto is. I'd I'd smoke this again. Mainly for the first part, it's this is not going to be my favorite Drew Estate. No, no, I I can I'll agree with that one. I think I think the Adobe that they released last time is better than this cigar. I don't know that I've had the Adobe. That's the one that's in the blue box. Yeah, we'll have yeah. to get you one. We got definitely have not had the Adobe. What was the one before that? That was the it was a Connecticut, I believe, right? Had I don't like know. A, had I, like I a white a one. white box. That's the one I didn't I didn't really care for mm-hmm. at all. Um, so it was the that was a Hoya de Nicaragua. No, I thought it, I thought it was Connecticut. One. I don't, I don't remember the the they color have a Connecticut in the Hoya. But did they, would they do a Hoya in this for the Drew Estate stuff? That's that's what I was asking. I don't know. I missed that. Oh I yeah, didn't, I didn't get the first okay, two. I don't think it says on those. No, but it's the um, it was this one. So the, that looks like Herrera. Yeah. So it was that one that I didn't care for. Okay. Um, but the original one, I'd put that first, and this one second. Could so. you point at it? That'd be really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> it's that one right there. Yeah. Can't you see? So <clears throat> I was thinking, and and uh, one of the things that got me thinking was um, Adrian's question about Augusta or um, Jordan's course. The Grove. Jordan course. But um, one of the things, Steve, that – and so you and I answered pretty quickly on that one. Um, but – taking Augusta off the table because that's such an obvious choice for you and I, what is, and maybe we should dedicate a little section because I think we're, as we all get in, and I don't know that Aaron, I welcome Aaron's answer to this, but I don't know that he has the context on this. I can bullshit my way through anything. I know you can. (laughs) Seeing you do it. Um, But other than Augusta, just assume Augusta is zero. What are the top three courses that you would play? Or what, you know, you know, because I was thinking, and maybe we can do this as a separate show. What are the top three courses, and who would be the top three living golfers that you would want to play with? Right? I was just yeah. thinking, um, you know, just sort of was thinking on that because I'm not sure that St Andrews would even be on that list for me. Yeah. Um, you know, there there's a lot of courses that I would want to play, assuming my legs would hold. Um, just contextually, and then thinking about who would I want to play with. You know, obviously, to me, who I'd want to play with, first of all, you and my dad, right? Because, I mean, that those moments mm-hmm. are um, important to me personally, but taking my dad being zero, right? then who else would I want to play with? And and so maybe we should dedicate a show to that as, as a top five because uh, – um, you know, that's an interesting question because... Yeah, for sure. Because St. Andrews is... I, I was thinking, you know, because we, we would talk... I, the Jordan course, I'm not sure would be on my top five. It's an interesting course. Elotion is an interesting course. But I'm a big contextual guy. Like, yeah. to me, would Beth Page Black be on the, quest, qu- on the list? 
or Pebble would would certainly be on, or, or you know, what, yeah. what, would the Blue Monster be on the list? And you know, there's you know, what what about you know, where they play the TPC? Would they be on the the list? You know, where where would be on the list? A goat track up in Wisconsin? Would that be on the? Tr- <laughs> <laughs> um, but we should we should probably do that as a golf thing. Yeah, that'd be fun. Are we talking anybody? Anybody playing golf with anybody? Not like professional golfers. See, I don't know that I'd want to play with a professional golfer. Um, to me, well, anybody. So to me, um, would Jack Nicholas be on the list? Um, probably, right? Because he is the greatest golfer that I know. But no, not anybody. Okay. So like, you know, would, um, you know, would so, an actor be on the list or would Eric Church be on the list or whoever be on the list? So I grew up would in the era dance, of... Gavin Dance be on the list? I don't know. <laughs> I grew up in the era of Tiger. I mean, that's... Yeah, no, Tiger would be your Jack Nicholas. Yeah, I for sure. That. I mean, yeah. that's... He's he's the all-time goat of golf. I mean, there you know, anybody from the ages of probably 23 to... Sure. 40 would probably tiger is the guy right well and i don't know yeah i mean i understand that i still remember and i may have told this story on the podcast sam steach who was a guy i played used to play golf with all the time in springfield walking when tiger won his first masters second hole at bun park which is a little muni we used to play it passes we would just randomly at night play holes not in order just whatever was Mm -hmm. open just to play golf and walking down the second fairway, some guy, racist guy, walking across and saying, can you believe that bleep is winning the Masters? And Sam and I stopping, Sam's a white guy, my age, and stopping and saying, this is the most, Sam saying it, this is the most significant thing that's happened to golf and the great one of the great things. Sam said it, I did, and I was stunned. And like the dude like looking at us like we were like uh, aliens, but Sam just like called him out right at the moment. Yeah, good and, for him. But I mean, because we, I mean, the tournament was over because he won like by by a oh, yeah. billion shots. He killed him, yeah. Right. So and it just, but the guy like dropped the N word right there, and like I remember that first win because it, it was such a big deal that he won. But but Nicholas is my guy. Yeah, yeah. I I still can remember that moment because I remember thinking to Sam and went, did he just drop the N word? And Sam goes. Yeah, small. It's a, there's less small wine. That's ridiculous, people. right? Yes, yeah. That that would definitely be an interesting uh, top five. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, when's Golf. our next top five show? We can do it next time. <clears throat> couple three, couple three weeks, right? That's yeah. gotta be like two weeks, right? Yeah, it'll two be a weeks. Couple, couple weeks from now. I got a cigar box in the and Paula texted me, so the the June boxes do right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know, whatever. What are these months now? Is it Sept? Sept. <laughs> Speaking of boxes, did you find out on your stash box that you won? So he accepted. They sent the thing on. So I, I assume he, I haven't heard any pushback. It may get, go fuck yourself, Eric Church, on it. <laughs> so, but they seem to accept it. That's cool. So you, you, so you haven't got possession? I haven't got it. possession. Oh, okay. He yeah. signs it on the 31st, by the 31st. And they'll say, did I say what I was going to do? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. said that on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't know yeah. when when you were supposed to. Get, I know I told you all the story of Paula yep. not understanding the summit. I didn't know if I said that on the podcast, but I think you did. 
Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, I said uh, to my Friday Night Soldiers, which is his song about uh, Vegas. I wanted it to be personalized about Vegas. Um, it's something incredibly special to me. Yeah, so definitely. I mean, I don't see why he would he would. I don't think you veto would. something that's I, literally his song. His name. song about that, and I explained the whole story. And you were there. I was yeah. there, and that Friday night it still is. I listed in our top five about concerts that Friday night where he sang was still my. Yeah, it's my top concert. It was amazing that night. It was twenty two thousand people um, having the time of their life, and the brothers Osborne who opened for him, as did ten other people. I mean, Ashley McBride on the backstage that night was, or that day, like at two o'clock in the afternoon, was awesome. So it was, it was a great day. Does every, does every artist that was there playing have a song about that? No, um, <clears throat> um, very few do. Um, I was trying to think who else would have a song that was there. So there's, there's three or four songs about Vegas. Chris Stapleton wrote one Mm -hmm. that brings me to tears every time, which is from the point of view of fuck you. I hope you die, which he did. Um, but he wasn't there. I die again. His, I, his song is, uh, watch you burn. At which point the middle lyric is, I wish we could go back in time and make the last bullet first which is very powerful. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know that any of the artists there also have a song about Vegas. Um, Aaron Watson has a song about Vegas. I don't know. No, I don't think any of them, the rest of them do. It's not, you Did have Aldine to know. Aldine do one? Aldine has a video yeah, that video. shows the people from Vegas, but not a song about okay. Vegas. I knew he no. did something. I just couldn't remember what yeah, it was. Yeah, he did a video, and there's the crowd from Vegas, which was pretty cool. Yeah. On, uh, I don't remember which song, but Aldine's going to be here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, the Stapleton's going to be here like in October, too. Yeah, I know. I know. And Cadillac 3. Cadillac 3. So I looked on the website for that. The tickets, it, it says sold out for the mezzanine, the table and the mezzanine, but the table says day of. Oh, so maybe we have to like wait in line. So I don't know. Maybe if the mezzanine will come open later as well. I don't. I don't know. But we'll yeah. find out. Find out. Maybe we have to buy them through a wholesaler or something. Maybe yeah. Cool. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We're going to that one. You're going to that one, Aaron. Yeah, that's November something. Yeah. November eleventh, something like that. So I think I'm going to go there for. There's a, a show in the middle of September um, where the two opening acts I want to see. The headliner I don't give a shit about. But the two opening acts, I, I, I want to see, so I'm, I'll probably go to those. And cool. honestly, I'll probably leave before the headliner because I just don't give a shit about that. You're old and need to get some sleep. <laughs> yeah, old and grumpy, and you I are just, old and grumpy. I just, I, it's, it's the type of music that they play on the radio. Like I don't, I don't, was a fucking gnat. I don't care about that type of, like it's not that genre that I like. I just, I don't want like, radio rock. I don't want to fuck about that. is it the lady what no no it's like it's some like it's a popular rock band but it's just like it's not my nickelback (laughs) it's nickelback-esque that's the best way to describe it greta Greta, no no it's not it's not it's i don't know what it is it's okay nothing point i don't know okay put me on the spot i don't know (laughs) spot (laughs) <laughs> all right i did have a question for y'all because okay. mark you're not a movie guy but steve and i are but it involves an era that is your era of movies, and somebody I who i look like and somebody that you do look <laughs> like 100 
So I was looking back through like uh, movies and stuff. Nat. I know. It's just like this <laughs> Nat like just keeps coming onto the mic. I don't understand why. Oh, well, um, we got a break here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we the other day I came up here and Uncle Buck was on. And I've never seen that movie up until maybe a couple of years ago. And I finally watched it. It's like, wow, this is a pretty good it's a dark. You didn't com- watch that movie? I've never seen it before until yeah, a couple good. couple months ago or a couple years ago. I was like, wow, this is a pretty good dark comedy. It's it's good. So then I started looking. I was like, who? And he had a John Candy is a funny guy. Was unfortunately funny guy. Um, he just had some bangers out there, late eighties, early nineties, stuff like that. So it got me thinking of like who had a better run of movies back to back to back to back. So John Candy had Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, um, had Spaceballs, which is one of my favorites, The Great Outdoors, and Uncle Buck. Four back-to-back-to-back-to-back, just banger after banger after banger of like quintessential comedy movies. But then you had Jim Carrey in the early to mid-90s, who in the same calendar year had The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, and then Ace Ventura. Back-to-back-to-back, all the same calendar year. So who do you think had a better run of movies in the comedy genre? Between those two? Between those two. Um, I would say probably, if you look at box office numbers, it's probably Jim Carrey. But if you're going just off, like, the better movie, I think probably John Candy. And I, I, I think that I think the same way. I think, as a whole, movies I prefer, Jim Carrey had the better run. The Mask, Dumb and Dumber. I love Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorites. Ace Ventura is and Ace Ventura. awesome. Like, Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura has very quotable lines in it. And The Mask. I and mean, the, that, the meme the, that goes, you know, of him wearing the mask and his heart's, like, pumping out of his chest. Yeah. I mean, that thing gets shared everywhere. Yeah. And then, but John Candy, I feel like it was probably, in the movie realm, better for the genre. Because Planes, train, Trains, and Automobiles, you also had Steve Martin involved with that one. And then Spaceballs was directed by, oh, yeah, it's Mel, a cult classic. by Mel Brooks, which is yeah. a comedy legend. And then you had The Great Outdoors, which had Dan Aykroyd in it, which is another comedy guy. And then you had Uncle Buck with Macaulay Culkin, which that's kind of the dark horse. But like... for Four great movies. Four though. great ones. But like, I feel like at my age, it was Carrie. Because I would have been... I think that was 93, 94... So I was nine, ten, somewhere around there. For John Candy, I would have been way too young. I would have been like four or five, somewhere around there. But for you, Mark, that's like right in your wheelhouse of high school, college, college, college. When you should watch those movies, yeah. <laughs> not as an eight-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> but I say that knowing that you're not a movie guy, but. So I don't remember The Great Outdoors. No, I, I, I'm sure that I've seen all seven of those movies. I am um, I'm not the biggest Jim Carrey fan. I've seen those movies and understand that I'm more, um, well, I get the physical comedy, which Jim Carrey is a genius at. Yeah. Um, if you give me um, the two kinds of humor, I'm going to gravitate towards... John Candy's humor more naturally than Jim Carrey's humor, um, just because um, that's my kind of humor. 
Um, I don't actually think this discussion's close because I think the John Candy <laughs> stuff is, I mean, I think Uncle Buck is one of the funniest movies ever made. I yeah. think it's, it's dark, it's subtle, it's funny, um, it's it's deeper than, mm-hmm. I mean, none of the Jim Carrey movies are anything but physical, right? Um, I don't think those are some of Jim Carrey's best movies. Like, I, I think some of his other movies are better because there was a little more subtlety into them. Do you like the number 23? <clears throat> no. <laughs> um, what was it? John Almighty or whatever? Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Um, I thought it was a more, because yeah. uh, the Truman Morgan, Show. Uh, Morgan Freeman a lot brought some more subtlety to that movie. Yeah. Um, to me, comedy, um, so if you're going to talk some of the physical humor and some of the just zinger one-liners, um, I mean, you're, you're going to talk Monty Python's runs. Some of that stuff is significantly more funny yeah. than like Ace Ventura, which is just all banger one-liners and all the physical comedy. But um, so to me, it's not close. It's John Candy. That run yeah. right there is. And having said that, I mean, some of his other stuff, I mean, John Candy is, 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 is just a genius. I mean, yeah. he's just... He, him and, and I don't know, Aykroyd's whatever. And, but those guys are just, I mean, that is, it's just pure comedic genius. And you don't see that much anymore. You don't. And you do some of that. I, I some, I, you get yeah. some, but, and, and some of the comedy now is much more, I'm not the, uh, the dumb and dumber thing is and this. People will scream at me. That movie is lost on me, so um, because it is just stupid comedy after stupid. I mean, it's just stupid comedy. I think that's the best of the three, though. The right. stupid comedy. <laughs> it's the Will Ferrell who I find in his personal stuff. When you when you see Will Ferrell bring Will just natural Will Ferrell, yeah, he's exceptionally funny, and I find him engaging. The movie bit I saw the first couple of movies, and then now every movie's after that. Having said that, Talladega Nights. Is the single most quotable movie ever? <laughs> yeah. Right, and I realize that's number seven. I'm going seven. fast, Mama. I'm going fast, Mama. You ain't first, you're last. Right. <laughs> I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know what to do with my hands right now. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> single most quotable movie ever. Um, the memes that come out of uh, Talladega Nights are, are yeah. exceptional. It's like a French pancake. Well, I'm just the greatest. I piss excellence. <laughs> right. Right. It's and, and it's the single stupidest movie ever made. So shake. But and bake, <laughs> right? Shake and bake, which is the name of the two alliances in the old server I was in. I had to explain that joke to to a bunch of people who didn't get it. But having said that, the number of memes that comes out of Monty Python and the Holy Grail, yeah, yeah. I mean, bring me a, a shrubbery. shrubbery, and that movie is a hundred times funnier than any of the things, yeah, um, we're talking about. Yeah. So, um, but I think it's trying. All right, let me let me it's throw not in, even close. It's not even close. Let me throw in an audible. Then, how about this run? 48 Hours, mm. Trading Places, Beverly Hills Cop, Coming to America, mm. Eddie Murphy. So that spans three years. But mm. in the realm of action comedy slash comedy, because like 48 Hours, Beverly Hills Cop, that's action and comedy. So but Eddie yeah. Murphy is one of the funniest guys. His stand-up bits oh, yeah. just like lay on the floor and yeah. let yourself Eddie funny. Murphy raw. Oh, well, man. he he laid so much groundwork. Him and uh, 
Pryor laid so much groundwork for yeah. the comedians of today. So Richard Pryor and and, and yeah. George Carlin, those guys, yeah, just tore it up initially. I would love to see Carlin right now. That four movie run right there. I mean, coming to America, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> first of all, I D posted um, that they made Blazing Saddles so that it could go on television, and it's from eight. It's on tonight from eight to eight oh seven, right? Which is one of the funniest bits on Facebook I've ever seen. Um, but coming to America, first of all, incredibly <laughs> inappropriate at this point because yeah. we've all moved on. That movie's hilarious. Yeah. And Trading Places. Oh, Trading Places. Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, hours. That, those, you know, that, yeah, that's probably that's, that's a more comparable run because that's sure. my type of humor, um, and that. Um, and Dan Aykroyd in Trading Places yeah. and off of Eddie. Oh man, that was a. Those were really right. good movies. So, yeah. so we'll we'll stick with probably Jim Carrey. Yeah, now you have you have just to for the record. You, no, that's you're not wrong. what I said. <laughs> you didn't like. You know. I said if you look at box office numbers, it's probably so Jim you, Carrey. Yeah. So who do who do you think had a better run? But I think the better movies are John Candy. No, okay, better movies, but better run. Like, I think those four movies are better than Jim Carrey's three. Okay, so then. Okay, now you have to choose between John Candy and Eddie Murphy. Who had the better run of that? Um, I'm not a big so. I'm you're talking first of all two it's, great runs and two different styles of comedy. Two different styles of comedy. Um, and I'm going to salute. This is going to sound strange, but I'm going to select Eddie Murphy because I am not a big. Um, there's one dud in the. There's one movie that I just don't remember in there, um, the outdoor movie, the Great Outdoors, Great Outdoors, and all four of Eddie Murphy's are bangers. Yeah, I mean it's close because I mean Uncle Buck. I mean fucking yeah, Uncle, Uncle Buck so is good. just so good. <laughs> he's he's so so good in that movie. Yeah, yeah. What, what's he say like when he's flipping the pancake? Like you should see the toast or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and that was so dark and so deep. Yeah, and such a um, it was that was such a multi layered movie. That's such a great movie. That may be the best of all eight of those movies. Yeah, but there's just all four of those um, Eddie Murphy movies are bangers. Yeah, it's close. It's really tough. Trading places. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> now I want to go back and watch Uncle Buck. It's been so long since I've seen it. So I want I I want to go back and watch. Um, um, Holy Grail, like Holy oh, Grail. Man. I've seen that movie so, a thousand times. Two two movies. My favorite comedy is Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and it's not close. Yeah, that is this. It's just yeah the funniest movie ever made. And then obviously it Manchurian, and it's the greatest movie so, ever made. So my best friend up in uh, Kansas City, he's the one that turned me on to Holy Grail. Never seen it before. <sighs> never seen seen it. But then once he showed me, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So during, I guess this was probably eighth grade that I found out. And we would we would walk around places with, like, fake, oh, yeah, fake coconuts. coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are real. And that's, like, that's what we would do. And I was like, oh, my God. So I remember as a kid, because it used to be on PBS, mm -hmm. um, the Monty Python show. And so I remember watching some of that and just, it felt... You know, because like, and then later it was the um, Benny Hill show, right? And mm. that was naughty because mm -hmm. it was, that dude was a pervert. Yeah. And like probably should have been arrested. 
But Monty Python and the Holy Grail, you felt like you were watching something adult. And there was times as a kid, like you felt like you didn't quite get it. Yeah. But you knew it was enough of it, like 80% of it you got and you knew it was hilarious. And then 20% you just go, like she's a spinner. Like, like you just, go, <laughs> like you just go, that's fucking evil. But I, I don't know that I quite get that yet. Um, that show was, oh, gee, many Christmas. That's one of the, one of the all time great comedies. Those guys, those guys are fucked up. I remember yeah, the first time watching it and the way it just ends. Just ends. Yeah. And I was like, so I, I rented it from the library at the time and I just... That shit should not be in the library. <laughs> when they talk about the shit that should be in and out of the library, that shit should not be in the library. I stand by that today. <laughs> I was confused because, I mean, it was the VHS tape, so I thought somebody... You had fucked with it? There re- was something evil they took off? Yeah, they should have no, took off I, the first part. I thought, no, I thought, like, somebody recorded something else over the end of the movie because it just abruptly ends. <laughs> right. And I was like, what? What's going on? So... Yeah, and then later on, I found out like, oh no, that's just that's just. So I did that one time. We got uh, the Green Mile on VHS. Yeah, and it, it was two tapes because it was like a three and a half oh, hour yeah, movie. So big, yeah. I wasn't paying attention. I put the second tape in first. <laughs> like I see the end of the movie, and then I'm like, huh, I wonder where this goes. I put the first one in. I'm like, wait, well, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's like it's like Titanic came in two VHS as well. So yeah, you imagine doing that. Like, oh well. The, wonder how they continue on this story. <laughs> so do you know who funded um, Holy Grail? Who bankrolled that? It was uh, it was uh, Pink Floyd. Oh, nice. Really? Bankrolled the movie, yeah. Wow. They probably got their money back on that one. That was, <laughs> I think they made their... They're yeah. doing okay. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. I want to go home and watch it tonight. That's a Monty good one. Python? Yeah, that's a good one. It is a good one. Turn that on in bed and have a town. What? I fart. <laughs> what did he just say? I'm moving on. I don't even want to think about it. So Mo's favorite movie is uh, History of the World. I've never seen History of the World. Because You've you, never seen it? I can't find it anywhere. Like online and like streaming it. Like I'm not going to buy it. Does it doesn't stream on any of the... Well, I don't want to buy it. Like I can rent it, I guess. I don't want to buy it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> did I tell you that... Do you remember Heavy Metal? The yeah. movie? The movie? Yeah. Yeah. So I was talking to Aaron about this. I was talking to, we were talking about anime and stuff that I like online with my gaming community. And uh, so there's this guy out of Wisconsin and I was talking to him that my favorite pre-anime stuff was the movie Heavy Metal and that it was, it really was to Mm me, American pre-anime. Yeah. And so, you know, we were talking about, uh, you know, all the anim- early anime stuff, and then I'm old yeah, enough to remember that. That, Fritz the Cat, American the Cat. Splendor, we talk- stuff like that. Yeah, we're talking about all that. You know that um, heavy metal is not, you can't, you can't find that. You can't find it anywhere, yeah. Because they determined that there's a new, like, Heavy Metal 2 or something. There's a Heavy Metal, heavy metal 2000. 2000. But the original Heavy Metal, you can't stream anywhere. Mm-hmm. Because it, they determined that it violated so many copyright, and they couldn't huh. pay for the music rights. Wow, I didn't know that. And that movie was. I don't know that I've ever like watched that entire movie like at once. So it says, to run, it says it's on Tubi. Maybe maybe you can get it some places, but it says on Crackle. Like, says on it says on IMDb that you cannot. It's not available anywhere. So maybe like purchasing it, like buying physical hard copies, you can't maybe find that anymore. But maybe. Uh, yeah. But it used to be that you could watch it all the time on like HBO in the middle of the night and all yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was. So are you are you a uh, 
I don't know why I'm asking this because you don't watch TV. You're not a Game of Thrones guy, are you? Boobs and dragons. <clears throat> I've read the books. So does it go? So they they just released House of Dragon, the first episode. House of the Dragon. Actually, I think the second one came out today. Does the, do the books cover that section of it too? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Not any of them that I've read. So the the books are like they go about two thirds of the way through the story, is what I've understood from what you yeah. guys have told. My understanding too, because I've watched the three first three episodes about three times, and <clears throat> and I have a problem because you find out in the first three episodes something that you don't find out into the fourth book, which is actually the main tension in the first four books that the brother and sister sleep together mm-hmm. that you find out in like the second episode. Yeah. You, find you that out in the first episode, you don't find that out until like the fourth book. It's the whole point. It's one of the main points of the first four books that you don't know that you suspect that, but it's like a point of tension. And it's a, it's a big, like every time that I see that I go, I'm not supposed to fucking know that now. And so, um, it, the, the story is exceptionally well told. Um, the, the shows are, exceptionally well done i'm sure well, except for the last season um well i mean i don't know i don't well, know because well, at that. that at that point they just ran out of material from well and i Martin. so i so my friend joe who's one of my best friends in the world who who was big into the tv series and i would ask him questions like did this happen at the red wedding did this happen there did this happen there and my understanding is the tv show is significantly different than the books yeah so they they surpassed the books in like but the story, even five. when they were running the same, the stories are significantly different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I but think that's part of the lure um, of the stories. Yeah, well, and and with the the series, the whole thing is like, don't get attached to anybody because they're gonna die at, at some point randomly. Right? So I, my, like when my, they're not supposed to. From my friend Aaron, <laughs> who was two books in, who said you need to read this. Him and I are big fantasy guys, and so we. Constantly, he's the one who told me one of the greatest um, fantasy books that I've ever read. I turned D onto this is "The Name of the Wind," um, and it's it's a fantastic fantasy book. And so, and so, him and I have swapped books for years. And he read the first two, and he said, "You're, I'm giving you this. This is this guy is amazing, George R. R. Martin. It's amazing." And he said, my only advice is don't fall in love with any fucking characters. Yes, I went into the show blind, never read any of the books. Yeah, I did too. And, and so when I saw it, I was like, oh, fuck, Sean Bean's in this. Fucking love Sean Bean. Yeah. And then like, like, oh, because before <laughs> then, you're like, they're not going to kill <laughs> yeah. off a main <laughs> character. <laughs> and then after that, the... the that I was guess, in the first season. It was the second to last episode. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this show is different. Like, it gives no fucks about... What happens to so a character? The, so this is always the thing that I ask people are, who are in in somewhere in the series. So who's it about? It's the the kids, sort of. I for me and Daenerys. Well, but she's tied to John, so I think yeah. it's I that to me that's those are the four main: the Jon Snow, Arya. I think it's um, more about. It's not bad. I think it's his face. I, I think it's, it's more about answer. the. I don't think it's about a certain person. I think it's more about two families. So that's a pretty generic answer, but that's not untrue. But yeah, that's just the safest way to do it. But right. we, so, but it's about the land. <laughs> I've had people give me that answer, and I go, "Okay, fine, fair, but, true, but not helpful." So we're doing a we're doing a rewatch because Mo's never seen it, Steve's wife's never seen it, 
but I, I watched the first House of the Dragon last it's week. It's about dragons and boobs. About dragons yeah, and boobs. That's why I watch it. Or as or as my father in law says, it's a porno. <laughs> so <laughs> Yes. That is also true. That's also true in the books. But we're gonna so that's gonna be our Monday night thing now is because it plays while we're doing our show here. So we're just gonna watch it on Monday nights and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, this story, I don't think he has some backstory books that I, I think. I think read he, yeah, I think he has like like smaller novels about. I'm excited for season two of the uh, Wheel of Time, but I haven't heard when that comes out. The first season of that was really good. Wheel of Time, I think I watched that. And oh, that's wow. the one with the women who can channel the one power. And yeah, the the battle scenes were awesome, and that that's that that book that's 13, 14, 15 books. Fuck. <laughs> That's a commitment. So, yeah, and they're like forty each, hours each, long. Like each one's a thousand pages. Yeah, and yeah, the the audiobooks are like forty hours long. <laughs> so, ugh, yeah, I can't do that. But yeah, so we're that's what we're looking forward to. Yeah, the 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 books are amazing. Although the fifth or sixth book, it's like to the point where you have to take fucking notes. Oh, fuck that. No, yeah, G- give me the cliff notes. And the version. names are all so close, and you're just going, Gah. yeah, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, so for next week's show, I believe we're going to do a breakdown of the future uh, college football season coming up, but we're going to have on a former Arkansas Razorback nice. who, who does his own uh, Razorback show, uh, Lorenzo Robinson. Going to have him on. He's a, a regular here at West End. Uh, then we're going to have him on the show to break down not only Arkansas football because he is a former player, and he has a halftime show centered around Arkansas football, but also kind of a wider landscape of the, which I believe is the NFL reigns supreme on Sundays, definitely in America. But I, I would argue that college football is on the, is nipping at the heels of NFL football. I think college has a bigger, a a crate, not a crazed fan base. That sounds bad, but a, more diehard fan base than pro. Well, I think we're a little skewed here in Arkansas because we because have we don't no because pro we don't have a pro. So, yeah. I, so like for me growing up in KC, I had both pro and two colleges actually because you had technically three because KC was split between Mizzou, K State, and Kansas. So there was three, yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah, like but like what you said here. In Arkansas, well, we really only have the one major university. Yeah, in Arkansas, it's as mainly far as sports it, it, for it's Arkansas Razorbacks. But you have you know a multitude of other people like you know your Bears, your Colts, I'm Chiefs, and a majority of the city here at least is Dallas for NFL f- fan wise. But for Arkansas, yeah. you know the Razorbacks do reign supreme for the natives. We're not neither three of us are from here, but you. You're an Arkansas Razorback fan. Mm-hmm. Mark is an Alabama fan. And honestly, for me, for college football, I'm kind of a free agent. I, I'll i root for Arkansas, but if they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. I don't care. Kansas football, it's always sucked. It's never been good. I'm a, I, I will say I'm a Kansas basketball fan, but I'm not a football fan. So for college football, I like the fact that I can come into it where I just root for good games. That's just what I want. So hopefully we'll get, you know, we're more than likely to talk to him next week and just talk about the, 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 the cocaine that is sweeping the nation of college football. Yep. It's a, it's a great time. I mean, we're past the point we have football now till what? Mid January, uh, February, the middle of February is when we'll get our last game. That's when the Super Bowl is. 
Yeah, so, I mean, like, but but even then, can, we have consecutive weeks of football through January. But so. but you got to think then. Then we have XFL starting up and UFL. Yeah, it doesn't so count. it's it's that. So it we doesn't are, count. Yeah, so <laughs> we're all baseball fans as well. So we've been able to you know for the sport fans and Mark and I were soccer fans. Steve's not on that horse at all. No, but going to do that. So, so that's going to be next week. That's good. That'll be fun. Oh, and yeah. I've, I know some people out there I've talked to about about my mom. I haven't said anything really on the show, but to other people. Um, she was diagnosed with colon cancer about 14 days ago. She had surgery this past week to remove. Uh, they removed a foot of colon, which was didn't realize that it was that big. So that was a surprise to me as well. That's something I've learned, <laughs> I've learned new. Um, but she... Got it. Got it all taken care of. Um, we'll find out what the next stage is. Good thing is she's super healthy, no medications. So it went as smoothly as it possibly be. There's next stages of more than likely chemo and stuff like that. So for everybody who I've told and who's been, you know, thought and thinking about me and my family, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, fuck cancer, man. Fuck cancer. So that's yeah. both my brother and my mom. It just yeah. fucking sucks. But it's a it's a bitch, but fuck it to hell. So yeah, sounded like it went as well as, as it could go. And she was more, she was more worried about me. I will say that because I, <clears throat> there's a lot to worry about with you. There's a lot to worry about <laughs> me. I'm, and she wasn't worried for me for other reasons. And I, she knows I built up walls and you do. And no. Mo and you. Yeah. And no. and Mo was worried as well. And honestly, since you two work with each other, I can, I don't know if she did or not, but I know she's probably talked to you about, Maybe a few things how I I don't open up a lot. No. But uh, she is worried. But no, Mom, if you're listening, love you. Yeah. And I'm good. I'm not. I, I'm, I've been cleaning a lot more this past week just to be busy. That's how I do to, to ease my mind. I, well, I, I fiddle and I do stuff like that. I can tell you we're all super happy to hear that it, it went better mm-hmm. than could have expected. Yeah. So, yes. Um, yeah, no joke stream this part. Not and, at all. So, um, but that's how we do with, with, uh, with, with hard subjects. We don't, we don't we, we joke about comedy. your mom. <laughs> Not no. when it comes to your mom. <laughs> no, we don't joke about your mom. So, um, we, uh, we're ecstatic that it went as well as it could. And we're obviously sending all the love we can in our yeah, direction. hundred percent. And, uh, we understand anxiety about yeah. those we love and things out of our control. And, uh, so you know, you know, brother. We we not only love you in in ways that are probably <laughs> beyond our control, but yeah. your mom is special to us as well. So yeah. it was a stressful day. I talked about that. I talked to Marielle on Tuesday, and she was like wanting to talk work, and I'm like, stop, yeah, and tell me how Aaron's mom is because I I'm 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 nervous. So, so like, well, I got to work Tuesday, and Dwight was like, "What are you doing here?" I was like, you know, "I thought you were taking off." I was like, well, there's Literally nothing I can do, and it's I toughest I, feeling. And I was like, I got shit I got to do. Yeah. Just let me work. Um, yeah, I was talking to the terrorist on the way up, and uh, <laughs> and my my thing is coming up in a couple of weeks, and her and I are talking about coordinating around yeah. that, and I I lean on her a great deal, and uh, she was like, um, uh, what what should I do? And I said, I don't know. You call Paula because yeah, I'm going to be busy that day, so <laughs> I don't know what I need. But talk to my talk to Paula because I don't, she's the one who needs support on that day. I'm, I'm going to be busy. So 
um, I'm super grateful that everything went. Yep. Uh, well, Aaron, and you know, I appreciate it. And, it, you know, and, and, and Steve is being a good neighbor and he was like, Hey, is there anything I need to do? And we're talking yeah. about s- Saturday, like, like, Hey, there's a new, you hey, need- check it out. I was like, honestly, what I need, I need to play a round of golf. Yeah. I need to do that. So no. let's go, let's go do that. Now, you know, during those moments is it's strange, a little distraction just mm-hmm. because there's so little you can do. Yeah. Um, that just a little distraction. And, and that's the thing. I'm a fixer. Like, that's what I do for my job. I, nope. I work with my hands. I, I create stuff. Mm-hmm. But on those things, just like when it involved Ian, when it involved Mo in the hospital with, with our multiple miscarriages, there was yeah. fuck all I can do. And it's excruciating for my psyche because I can't do shit about it. Yeah. So I just need to take my mind somewhere else. Yeah. And old me would take pills and drink and shit like that. Yeah. New me uh, goes and tries to work on his golf game. Right. Well, Mo and I talked about this on Thursday night because um, what happened to Mo happened in like five seconds. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes uh, it, it, those are different experiences because you don't have any time to mentally prepare, but you also have no time to mentally yeah. um, worry. And so those are two different. And so her and I spent a lot of time worrying about you and thinking about how how do you deal Fourteen days doesn't seem like a lot of time because no. you've known and we've been talking and worrying about that. But you think about that, and she, her, and I were talking about my thing coming up. And sometimes that that moment, yeah, you have a couple of weeks to sit there and contemplate what's going to happen. And uh, sometimes those are the hardest moments. And then yeah. those moments when it's happened, and now you're waiting for things to 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 come out okay right and mm-hmm. those are tough moments so and, we said, she, and, and she knew something was off with me and i told her i was like i'm off i'm just i'm not yeah normal which is expected but expected. there's it's one of those things but uh yeah well and, and us as guys we're told you know it's our job to fix things and <clears throat> yeah. right and i'm really sure that you should not be performing <laughs> surgery <laughs> no, i do have a really steady hand though i will say that but You're i not did, on the golf course but, <laughs> but but one of the things that the, has made me do is i actually set up a doctor's appointment i told my mom that at the hospital she was really excited and everything so i'm super excited as well dude so next sunday when we record you're right, the doctor's appointment is next sunday it, it is literally in two days so i will tell you how it went Next oh, no. no, 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 I'm coming <laughs> and I'm bringing a camera. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Luckily it's with the doctor. We all know. So <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. He's good. Yeah. So, so <clears throat> that makes me happy beyond belief because I, have, I haven't looked at his hands though. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. So dude, you're <laughs> don't, not, don't they don't there. do that anymore. <laughs> don't go they, there. Dude, they don't do that anymore. They, <clears throat> they don't, they don't use hands anymore. It's a much bigger device. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's so. a blood test, dude. Yeah, yeah. So you only have that. to worry about it when his hands are on your shoulders. That's. The- <laughs> <laughs> it's funny as I was because I knew they're gonna draw blood on me, but I, I, you know, you you can't see veins on me because I'm fully tattooed, but I know where to draw because I donate blood because I have a specific blood type, and there's one section of my tattoo where there's no ink anymore because that's where the draw blood? where a good pick line goes in. So I'll be like, see that right there? Go right there. That's yeah. that's where you get the best. Well, as being a diabetic, um, I'm sure Steve knows. And so with the whole pick line nonsense during the summer, um, and so I've, I've described and I can point <laughs> on both arms where that spot is. And so, and so I've been pointing out and uh-huh. I've had, I've had so, so many phlebotanists uh, draw blood <laughs> for me over the years. And this summer I've been pointing out and 
and you know, I can tell when there's a good one and a bad one, right? And so, mm-hmm. and I go into UAMS, um, and and so, and they'll, and I'll be looking, and I'll, I will magically lose when I know I, I pick the one I want. <laughs> you, I would like you to draw my blood, because <laughs> because uh, there's good and bad ones. Yep. But that's a short little history back. John to me. <clears throat> Tacoma John texted me or yep. texted you more correctly and, and forwarded to me and uh knowing is all of the battle yep and uh i'm I, I, i'm super happy to hear that news yep and uh, i'm glad to hear that he's doing well um him and i had a lot of the same things done to us mm-hmm. that suck and uh and sound like uh he's doing exceptionally well and that makes me exceptionally happy so yep. Not going to go into any of his medical history, even yeah. though it doesn't violate HIPAA because I actually know what HIPAA <laughs> is. But nobody needs to know that. But I just want to say to John, um, uh, th- <clears throat> that news made me happy because I like a couple of weeks ago I, I realized that I hadn't followed up like I should because yeah. we're part of an exclusive club of a billion people, but but still of people who've had uh, eight billion people now across eight billion this week. <clears throat> yeah, who've who've had cameras uh, shoved in their heart. So. Mm. Maybe not 8 billion of those people, but (laughs) who are dead fucking sexy. Yes, we are in that club together and I'm proud to have him as a brother. Yep. Yep. So that's it. And, um, looking forward to next week. where we talk about America's cocaine, which is college College football. football. Yes. I had somebody talking to NFL to me today and I said, they're really, they're going to do NFL again this year. (laughs) And he goes, what are you? And I said, I mean, college football is life. And they go, oh, it's not very good. And I said, College football is life, too. I'm, I'm hoping to get to a game this year. I haven't been in, God, it's been close to 10 years or so, probably. I'd like to go at least one, maybe, just to get the – Alabama's at uh, – It's at, Alabama's at Arkansas. Yeah. So, right, that would be – It'd be one, a good game to gonna, see. And if Arkansas goes 4-0, no, we'll probably talk about it more next week, but if they go they, – there's a chance that they can meet Alabama where they both be undefeated. So, Alabama, Alabama plays Alabama probably somebody will pretty good. Be. Texas, maybe Texas in their first couple of games. Well, they're not any good. Yeah, yeah Texas. Texas, yeah. not any good. I got the young kid, uh, the Manning kid, right? <laughs> oh, no, that's next year. Not yet. He's just a, oh. he's just committed, So, which that can change as well. But uh, I hadn't heard that they commit and uncommit. That's news to me. <laughs> yeah, to, you, to, to you sign or whatever. But, uh, yeah, we'll do that next week. Looking forward to it. Yep, it should be a good one. Yep. All right, we will talk to everybody next week. Be the good. Adios. You almost forgot your see, own saying. See, see you, you later. You almost <laughs> forgot it. See you later. Hey, you almost. This is Steve. <laughs> I'm Mark. <laughs> I'm Kevin. <laughs> later. Later.